Hello and welcome back to my post grad podcast. My name is Alyssa Rodriguez, role number AP203105 and this is the second episode of the Subaltern series. And in today's episode, I'll be talking about the Subaltern studies. So around the year 1982, the Subaltern studies were published as a series of journal articles by Oxford University Press in India. The founder was Ranjit Guha who had written works on peasant uprisings in India. Another of the leading scholars of the Subaltern studies is Gayatri Chakravorty Shiva. She draws a number of theoretical positions in her analysis of Indian history, Marxism, feminism. She was highly critical of current histories of India that were told from the viewpoint of the colonizers and presented a story of the colony via the British administrators. What she and other historians including Ranjit Guha wanted was to reclaim their history, to provide a voice, to provide a voice to the subjected people, a voice that felicitates political action despite imperial dominance. As a whole, the Subaltern studies aimed to retake history for the underclasses, for the voices that had not been heard previously, to uncover the histories of groups that within the colonial and the nationalist archives were largely pushed to the margins or were undocumented altogether. Scholars of the Subaltern hoped to break away from histories of the elites and the Eurocentric bias of current imperial history. They accepted the idea that there, were, there have been political dominance, but that this was not hegemonic. So instead they focused on Subaltern in terms of class, caste, gender, race, language and culture. In order to tackle what Guha terms as elitism, taking, by taking the popular history into consideration, the Subaltern Studies group's primary focus was and is to recover, examine and privilege the agency of the underclasses within the networks of capitalism, colonialism and nationalism. Ranjit Guha argues that the existing version of history discounted subaltern contributions and the historic, historical school of thought represented the history of Indian nationalism with elites playing a major role. And now this was being intervened by the subaltern studies. The Subaltern Studies Group sought to rectify this elitist bias in a field that was dominated by elitism, colonist elitism, and the nationalist elitism. Within the Subaltern Studies, the word Subaltern stands for a name 
having general attribute of subordination in south asian society that can be expressed in terms of class caste age gender or in any other way subaltern studies analyzes the binary relationship of the subaltern and the dominated ruling classes it studies the interplay of dominance and subordination in colonial systems most notably india though the methods of the movement have since been applied to other nations and historical movements subaltern studies seeks to fill in gap in historiography between the people's history and the perceived history of india between what has been archived in a powerful narrative by the british raj and what has been recorded as the popular history though the original subaltern studies group emerged out of historical and cultural studies the concept of subaltern has expanded to review from the original configuration to apply to any population that is unreachable due to hegemonic oppression subaltern turns in other fields especially literature anthropology and women's gender and sexuality studies subaltern studies often overlap with post colonial studies as having similar aims and projects dipesh chakrabarti an indian historian who has contributed to post colonial theory in subaltern studies notes that subaltern studies emerged out of anti colonial thought rather than post colonial but cites gayatri shivpak's work and membership with the group as integrating post colonial studies into the movement subaltern studies have also been criticized and accused of reducing understanding of class to oversimplified dichotomies the subaltern studies have been praised as well for yielding interesting insights by dismantling the elitist historiography while darshan perishek has criticized the movement as i quote at best problematic and at worst tediously neo antiquarian and remarkably unremarkable in their banality due to the contra- contradictions in the notion of subalternity after edward said's influential work orientalism he moved to deconstruct the binary of self other prominent in discourses of nationalism that is the us versus them mentality and his work served as a monument to post colonial studies thank you guys for tuning in to listen what i had to say about subaltern studies
this podcast was created as a part of my continuous evaluation for the courses indian subaltern and world subaltern